Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Joining us now, say Senator Vincent Hughes. Uh, Senator Hughes, good morning. Good morning, Stalin. How you doing this morning, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm cold. All right. Yeah, we all are. (laughs) We we all are. Uh, Yeah, it was 17 when I got in my car this morning. So, yeah. Uh, My goodness. My goodness. Absolutely. So so much for global warming, right? That's right. That's right. It's it's global cold right now. So, yes, sir. uh, Yeah, we're bundling up. So, how how were the Emmys? You went to the Emmys, of course, with your wife, Uh, Shirley Ralph. How was was the Emmys? It it was um, just a, a wonderful experience. A uh, very, very diverse program. Obviously, so, so proud of my wife uh, and her accomplishments um, as a presenter. Um, seeing the the increase in diversity uh, throughout, you know, that whole uh, program uh, was produced by black folks. Mm-hmm. OK. Um, and I don't know if that made it out very public, okay. but that was um, an extremely important accomplishment, especially being. Uh, broadcast on on um, Martin Luther King's day. Yeah, and so it, it was just great. And you know, um, no knowing me, I'm gonna take Philly everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, you know, clothes by this, shoes by that, all that kind of stuff. Solomon, I had um, a good brother here, Leroy West, um, give me some guidance. Xavier uh-huh. uh, Rowe bespoke. So if you ever have to do any of that, go see Leroy. Okay. Hook me up nice and blue sole shoes down on, you know, black owned shoe store. I mm-hmm. think I, I think you know where they are mm-hmm. on Chester Street. Mm-hmm. And so it was great. It was great, man. It was great. That's but good. I'm back in Philly and it's cold. All right. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. So um, we want to talk about uh, the, the basic education funding commission. There's a report that came out from that commission. Um, tell us about it. Uh, it's so. As you know, Pennsylvania still ranks uh, with, um, believe it or not, Solomon, the old Confederate state, mm-hmm. uh, with respect to how it discriminates in terms of the funding of basic education. When I say basic education, I'm talking about kindergarten through 12th grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are still 47th, 48th, 49th, depending upon which number you want to look at in terms of how much state funding comes to our schools uh, across Pens- across the country. We still rank in the bottom, as I said, with the old Confederate states. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we fund it in, an, in, in a discriminatory fashion, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, certain school districts who have wealth get money. Certain those who don't have wealth don't get the money. Um, a year ago, the Commonwealth Court, uh, in a landmark decision, landmark education deci- decision, uh, ruled out of 800 pages, that uh, Pennsylvania-funded education discriminatorily and um, inadequately. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the Basic Education Funding Commission, and if you go to the website, you can see all the work there, basiceducationfundingcommission.com, went on this seven-month process, 15 public hearings, 92 testifiers from all across the Commonwealth, and essentially... What the commission affirmed is the amount of money that needs to be spent to get to equity 
and to get the adequacy uh, and uh, uh, the time frame that it needs to spend it in to, to, to make sure that we get to equal. And just so let's be clear, the, the results indicate that Philadelphia students deserve an additional, an additional Solomon $8,500 per student uh, in, throughout the entire school district so they can get to equity with other school districts around the state of Pennsylvania. That's an additional $8,500 per student. So an average school, that's probably about an additional $4 million in new funding to come into that, uh, that school. And so this is where you get the staffing. This is where you get the 21st century uh, uh, material. This is where you get the, the, the technology so that every school can be a great school, but it's got to be funded adequately and it's got to be funded in a way that does not discriminate. Mm-hmm. So out of all of that work that was done, all of those testifiers, all of those hearings, we came up with our results that were released uh, last Thursday, uh, the 11th. And if you go to the commission uh, website, you'll see um, a lot of the information and video of a lot of the testifiers. So what is this going to mean in terms of, of results, in terms of the funding? You know, the report is out. We had a court. Uh, the courts decide that the funding was discriminatory. All of that has happened. So where are we in actually changing um, and increasing the funding um, in Philadelphia and other districts across the state? So now it's up to the legislative process, right? So uh, the governor will make his budget uh, introduction on the first Tuesday of February, which I believe is February 6th. Uh, That's when by law he's supposed to uh, present his budget. And he will present a budget um, that will begin the process. We expect him to present a budget that will begin the process of fixing this wrong that has gone on for decades, uh, for generations, if you will. Uh, And um, it'll then be up to the legislature to um, respond to his budget proposal. And hopefully by June 30th, which is when all of this is supposed to be done, uh, we will have made a decision, uh, put a budget together, uh, rather, that makes a very significant down payment on righting this wrong. And that's what we have to do. And that's what we want folks to be fully engaged in. Uh, we, we, it's been ruled by the court. It's been determined by the, by the commission. We know it from our gut, um, the quality of our schools, and we're not getting the resources that we deserve to have. Now we got to appropriate the funds. And the, 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 the moment that exists, Solomon, is that we have a huge budget surplus in Harrisburg, largest that we've ever had uh, in the history of Commonwealth, about $8 billion. And we have over $6.3 billion in the state's rainy day fund. And that's just money just sitting around. Mm. So it's not like we're crying broke in Pennsylvania. Mm. We have more than enough money to make a huge down payment on getting our schools right and getting the resources that our children and those that have the responsibility to provide them their education and provide them all their supports deserve to have. They deserve it. The law set, the, the, the court says they deserve it. The commission has shown us a path on how to make it happen. We have now got to appropriate the funds. And this is where everybody's got to get engaged. This is where everybody's got to be talking to their legislator, talking to the governor, uh, uh, you know, going to meetings, listening to what's happening, commenting on what people are talking about, because 
this is this is a fight. The education of our children, Solomon, you, you know as well as I do. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of folks that don't want to see our children get our education. Right. Okay. They don't want to have it, and they've been blocking it systematically for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. This is a vehicle for us to fix a significant portion of that block. And we've got to take control of this argument and we've got to get involved in this and we've got to make sure this thing happens. All right. So you've got a split legislature. You've got uh, the Democrats controlling the House. You've got the Republicans mm-hmm. controlling the Senate. Uh, we're talking about more education funding. And to your point, uh, there there are folks who've been blocking this for hundreds of years to make sure yep. that the education funding is inadequate and unequal. And so given that we had this split legislature with Republicans controlling the Senate, can you do you really foresee this passing um, and, and us actually getting the funding that's needed to make the schools equal? Well, if the interesting thing is that if you look through the work, you'll see a lot of the underfunded school districts. Some of them worse than the school district in Philadelphia uh, are in rural Republican districts. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are. Mm-hmm. All right. Some, yeah, I, I, met, I gave the number about $8,500 per student in Philadelphia. There are some rural school districts that are up to upwards of $10,000 per student underfunded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, look, freedom has never been won without a fight, without a struggle. All right. Uh, and we have to fight. We have to get engaged. If we don't fight, we definitely won't win. If we do fight for this, we can win. And, and we can speak to we can speak to these rural legislators and say to them, look, we're here not just to help our children. We're here to help your children, too. And hopefully, hopefully they will uh, 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 get see the light, if you will, Solomon, and, and, and come on board and get engaged in this. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of folks talking about a whole bunch of other stuff, um, uh, uh, other education policy stuff um, that does not necessarily relate to this particular part of the struggle, mm-hmm. all right? And we haven't even in this, Solomon, we haven't even even dealt fully with the whole school infrastructure piece, you know, toxic and broken schools. Right. That hasn't been fully teased out uh, either. Mm-hmm. So that's another piece we got to add into the mix. But we have this moment in front of us, and, and as we think about our kids who are going to school now, where the heat may not be working or there may not be enough uh, teachers or paraprofessionals in the building, nurses, counselors, and things like that. The road to, for the resources to make that happen lie essentially in Harrisburg. The dollars are there. All the reasoning has been laid out. All the rationale has been laid out. Affirmed in the court, confirmed by the Basic Education Funding Commission. It's now due the question is, do we have the moral and political will to turn this into reality. Mm-hmm. So then what you're talking about really is money for the operating budget, uh, not the capital budget. The capital is for the exactly. buildings. The operating is yeah. for what happens every day. Exactly. OK. Yeah. All right. So d- this doesn't solve even if we do get the money, it doesn't solve the asbestos in, in dozens of Philadelphia schools. Well, what? So, so there's, there's a couple piece, pieces to this. We did. We knowing that knowing knowing that the the. The, the research, the accepted research that the court accepted in uh, the the uh, the court decision 
um, did not talk about did not talk about uh, the school infrastructure, but knowing that you cannot solve one piece, right, which is the adequacy piece, mm-hmm. and not deal with the infrastructure. It's like you know we we'll put all the money into the building, we put all the money into the with more professionals, more teachers, and everything like that, but the school is closed. What what does that matter? All right. So we, we, we also added another piece on top of this in the Basic Education Funding Commission to talk about uh, at least $300 million a year uh, from the state to go down to local school districts to help them deal with their infrastructure. That, I believe, and I want to be clear about this, is a baseline, Solomon, not the ceiling. It's the floor, not the ceiling. Mm-hmm. We can build on more of that, but we could not leave this conversation uh, about uh, adequacy funding without talking about school infrastructure and also about uh, the other pieces, not having enough teachers to get into our school to actually do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this. About 10 years ago, Pennsylvania graduated 20,000, 22,000 folks with teacher certificates. That, that number dropped it down about two years ago to about 6,000. It is a national crisis about not having enough educators uh, and not having enough professionals to be in the building. Uh, we got to do that deal with that issue as well. Yeah. All right. So um, talking it's about lot, that, brother, I understand it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But, <laughs> it's a lot. you know, the bottom line is that, you know, the, there has to be an agreement in the legislature and the governor exactly. has to sign it. Has he has he indicated that if there were more education uh, funding allocated that he would sign it? Yes. Okay. He, he, first of all, he voted, his members of the commission voted with, um, the Democratic members of the commission, uh, to support the commission's report. So that, uh, was an affirming statement mm-hmm. right there. Um, mm-hmm. his public statements since then, um, and, and some of his private statements since then have been he wants to do something very significant as a down payment, uh, on this process in his budget coming up on uh, February 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, it is on the people to hold him and all of us in elected office accountable to this issue. Yeah. Um, we cannot, we can as, as much as we try, as much as we struggle, when, when, when Lower Marion School District is, is educating at what, $35,000, uh, uh, per child and, and Philadelphia is about 15 or $16,000 per child. Yeah. It, it, you, you can't compete. Right. And the state is the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. The state is the great equalizer. We mm-hmm. need to win this fight about more funding for our school. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when I go past Plymouth White Marsh, Come on, man. Looks like a college campus. It, it, yeah. it looks like a college campus. It you is. know, Abington High School, college camp. I mean, it's, you know, it's there's no comparison to what we see in Philadelphia as compared to what we see just in the outer suburb. Just, you know, go a couple miles outside the city, one mile outside the city. And you see schools that look like palaces. Yeah, And 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 that's because they have the local resources. Uh, in those communities, that's the whole that's the whole wealth conversation, the poverty conversation from community to community um, that I know you spend a lot of time talking about. Yeah, it, they they have the resources to find them locally. The state is supposed to be the equalizer. The state is supposed to say, "You Philadelphia, 
U. William Penn School District in Delaware County, uh, in Chester and other places like that, you need additional resources to get to equity and to get to adequacy, all right, to get to adequacy. So many of our children, all, all children learn differently, Solomon. All children learn differently. You know that from the work that you're doing, all right, from raising your own kids, right? right. All children learn differently. And the question is, are our schools equipped to provide the education to a child who may be learning differently from Jamal, maybe learning differently than Jane, okay? And are we, are we supported staff-wise? Are we supported with the um, information, with the books and things like that, to make sure that we're touching everyone? And I see, and you see, so many geniuses bring out of our public schools. You just talked about the Emmys. Uh, Quinta Brunson, okay? Quinta Brunson from Abbott Elementary, all right? Public school graduate, all right? Genius, genius, all right? The little sister who graduated from Paul Robeson High School um, uh, last year all has gotten a lot of public attention. She's at Harvard University right now, all right? So many wonderful stories out there. How many more could there be if we had the adequate resources to give everybody an opportunity. Yeah, well, everybody does need an opportunity. Now, I got to ask you this before you leave. Act 40. So, Senate Bill 140. I uh, voted against it. I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. And we need to change that. And we and, and I understand the district attorney is going to the court to, to, to change that, and I support him. Okay. All right. There All you right. go. I, I'm, I'm clear on that one, Sal. Okay. okay. I hear you. All right. All well, right. I, I want to thank you, of course, for joining us uh, this morning. And we continue to fight for school funding. And we'll be checking back with you about that because we're very interested in making sure that our kids have every opportunity to have the best education possible. No community can succeed without a strong education system. That's no right. community can succeed without a strong education system. Agreed. That's all there is to it, bro. Agreed. Thanks, man. All right. Talk to you soon. You, all right. That is uh, Senator Vincent Hughes, who joined us this morning on WURD. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 